0: A blessed uh, day, a blessed day, triumphant uh, believers of God. This is the day that the Lord has made, and uh, we will rejoice and be glad in it. How wonderful and how awesome it is to know that we are triumphant. We are blessed, we are highly favored by God, and we are loved by God. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with wisdom, power, and love. Uh, God never fails. Remember that. He never changes. He is the Alpha and the Omega. God never fails you. And we thank our God, our Lord Jesus Christ, for what he has done for us. And he has made us, because he has made us triumphant. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We we would like to, to welcome you to our COGS GCF. And we are so blessed to have a fellowship with you. Let me tell you that our Lord Jesus Christ loves you most. He cares for you. He is delighted to see you in Zoom line, in Zoom online and in our Facebook live stream. And I pray and I thank God for the spirit of the Lord is upon us because he has anointed you and me to preach the good news to the poor. He has sent us to proclaim freedom for the prisoners, the recovery of sight for the blind, to release the oppressed and proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And again, a blessed day to everyone. Hallelujah. It's so good to be with you. So good to be in the presence of our mighty God. Hallelujah. Let's bow down our heads as we pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your word, O God, as we study your word, O God. May your Holy Spirit teach us, guide us, lead us, O God. And we believe, O God, that may will do, Lord, in our And Lord, we thank you, Lord God, because we believe, O oh Lord, that you are with us, O oh God, and you will never leave us nor forsake us, O oh God. And as you said, O oh God, in your word, let the weak say, I am strong, for you are the one who will strengthen your people, O oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, Lord God, and may, may your name, O oh God, be exalted in the midst of us. This is our prayer with confidence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, and all the people of God will say, agree aloud, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, brothers and sisters, in the Bible, Samson was probably the best actor anywhere in the Bible. He was the, the best actor. Why? Because his last performance really broke the house down. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Now, we have been hearing things like in 2019, we avoid negative people. And then in 2020, we said that we avoid positive people. Because they will be positive with COVID-19. And now in 2021, we avoid people because they, we don't know if they are positive or negative. And I don't know what will be in 2022. Hallelujah. But I do believe that when you avoid Delta, you will lead into Alpha and Omega. Hallelujah. Because Jesus is the Alpha and Omega. Amen. Hallelujah. Let me, let me just go with these verses that we have uh, read but everyone knows about Superman. Yeah, even the children, even when we were uh, young, we were so uh, familiar with the, the story of Superman. He, he probably the first modern hero in, since, since uh, 1938. So you could just imagine even our, our, our father, our uh, grandparents were uh, known about Superman. Yeah, they, they know about Superman. So uh, in 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 this case, as we see Superman, uh, what is this Superman? Superman possesses the powers of flight. He has a superhuman strength. We all know the story. He has an X-ray vision. He has a super speed. He has enhanced hearing and a night in and, and uh, while Superman is immensely strong, both in terms of uh, muscle power, physical and ability to take physical uh, punishment, he is not all-powerful. Amen? He is not all-powerful. However, we have, also in the Bible, we have Samson. Yeah, we, Even the children knows this one. Even uh, the kids' ministry knows this one. I believe our uh, sister... Uh, Kelly had already uh, uh, narrated the story of Samson to the children. So the biblical account states that Samson was a Nazarite, which we have studied, uh, I think, two weeks ago, and that he was given immense strength and, and to aid him against the enemies, to allow him to perform superhuman accomplishments, and including slaying a lion with bare hands and massacring uh, an entire army of Philistines using only the jawbone of an ass or a, a donkey. But Samson and Superman, they have their weaknesses. Yeah, Superman's weakness was kryptonite. Uh, I, I know you, you all remember these things. The, because kryptonite was believed to, be, uh, to have a negative uh, effects on any kryptonite uh, natives. Yeah, kryptonite, kryptonian natives uh, such as Superman. So he has a weakness, and kryptonite is his weakness. Now, in, in Samson, not many people knew of Samson's weakness when he grew up, as, as he grew up. And, uh, but once he fell in love with the girl named Delilah, his secret was soon revealed. And Delilah, used by the Philistines in order to entice Samson into telling her the secrets of his weakness. So both of them are famous. We, we know Superman. We know uh, Samson. However, Superman was just a picture. And Samson was real. Samson was real. Amen to that. He's real because he is in the Bible. Now, moreover, Samson received an award in the Hall of Faith. He is one of the heroes of the Hall of Faith. Hallelujah, and we can see that in Hebrews eleven thirty-two to thirty-four, and it says in Hebrews Hebrews eleven thirty-two to thirty-four, and what more shall I say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon and Barak, and Samson and Jep- Jephthah, also of David and Samuel and the prophets who through faith subdued. He said, subdued kingdoms, work righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of the lions quenched the violence of fire, escaped the the, the the edge of the sword. Out of weakness were made strong. Became battled in battle, turned turn to flight the, the enemy of the armies of the aliens. Now Hebrews 11, 13, uh, 33 and 34 say in connection with Samson and several other uh, mentioned in, in verse 32. That, uh, we have this David, Samuel, Jephthah, Samson, Barak, and Gideon. Now, who through faith subdued the kingdom with righteousness of them, and God could have been could have seen the act, or as a demonstration of faith of these uh, heroes of the hall of faith. Amen. Now, Hebrews 11 doesn't list them; it doesn't list the men that had cleanest records. No, no, no. Nor the ones that played uh, safe and protected. Their, their, uh, uh, their reputations are among men. So they are not these men. It listed those that were sure of the un- unseen. They were listed that those, these men are, are, were sure of the unseen, who believe in God's promises, who had their praises from God and not men. And Samson was the last of the judge, uh, judges. He was the last one. And he reigns for 20 years. Now the days of the judges are listed in the darkest days of Israel's history, a time where a great evil and faithlessness. So one of the most fascinating things that set Samson apart from all others is the call upon his life. Before he was even conceived to be a Nazarite. So to, to the time of his, uh, uh, his death, his lifelong vow was ordained and uh, commanded, commanded by God himself, making this Samson a most unique type of Christ. He was the most unique type of Christ. What a, part, what a picture of Christ, what a picture of Jesus. The who came and accomplished his greatest work of deliverance and with outstretched arms. And as he laid down his life to us, accomplished the deliverance that would set us, that would set his people free. Now, Samson was set apart by God, not so much to imitate, not so much to imitate, but rather to see a picture of the coming Savior. Hallelujah! And so the Lord promises again and again in his word that he will strengthen us. He knows that as humans, as human beings, we often feel our weakness to the point where we don't believe that we can be strong. In Joel 3 verse 10, we read that let the weak say I am strong. And this is our title for today. Let the weak. Say I am strong. Hallelujah. Let the weak say I am strong, even in this time. Now, this story of man, this story of Samson, the story of a man is strengthened by God, strengthened by God's favor, and weakened by the carnal weaknesses. Story of a man with physical strength and spiritual weaknesses, a man with a covenant but without conviction. And this is Samson, a man who was vertically super strong and horizontally natural. And this is Samson. Hallelujah. This is Samson. Now, let's, let's look at the, the verses and let's look at uh, how Samson overcomes all these things. Amen. And, and we believe that in the verse 4 to 5, it says there, in verse 4 to 5, afterwards, it happened that he loved a woman in the valley of Zorek whose name was Delilah. We all know the story of Samson and Delilah. And the lords of the Philistines came up upon her and said to her, entice him, entice him and find out where his great strength lies. And by what means we may overcome him, that we may bind him to afflict him, and every one of us will give you 1,100 pieces of silver. Now look at this one, brothers and sisters. Why? Because the enemy doesn't know everything. The enemy doesn't know everything, and that is why the enemy wants to know the the the, the uh, wants to know your strength at a cost. See, the enemy, the enemy Satan wants to know your strength at a cost because the enemy does not know everything. The enemy cannot understand nor cannot explain why Samson is strong. The enemy was trying to figure out the strength of Samson. The enemy wanted to know the source of Samson's strength. Now try to imagine this. Try to imagine the conversation of the enemies of the Philistines to themselves. We we see we sent the lion to devour him and it did not work. We sent the Philistines to ambush him and it did not work. We convinced his own brothers, his family, the, the Israelites to hold and capture uh, in Judges 15, and it did not work. What's, what was the secret? What was the secret of Samson? Why he was always strong? Where does his power come from? That's the, the, the agenda of the enemy. Do you know why the enemy wants to know your secrets? Amen? Do you know why, why the enemy wants to know your secret? Because they do not know everything. They do not know everything. The enemy does not know everything. And I, I want to tell you that sometimes we act and think that the devil is so powerful. No, he's not. We sometimes think and act like Satan is all-knowing. No, he's not. We sometimes act like he is present everywhere. No, he's not. There is only one who is all-powerful or omnipotent. There is only one being omniscient or all-knowing. There is only one being omnipresent or all-present. And I want to remind you that our God is a God of omnipotent. Our God is omniscient. Our God is omnipresent. Hallelujah. See, our God is all-powerful. Our God is all-knowing. Our God is all-present. And if you believe that, say amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah, he is present with your children, he is present with your loved ones, he is present with, your, with, with, with those who are here and those who are not here. That's the first point. The enemies are looking for the secret because he he, they don't know everything. They don't know everything. Hallelujah. See, that's, that is why we need to take care. We need to be careful about, about uh, what comes in our mouth. Yeah, We need to be careful of what comes in our mouth because that are the, the secrets. Those are the things that the enemy would like to see, would like to hear. What comes out of our mouth, it will land in the wrong hands and, and it can bind you. Remember this. I would like to repeat that. Brothers sisters, what comes in your mouth, it will land in the wrong hands and it will bind you. What comes in your mouth, it will, it will land in the wrong hands and it can hold your future captive. Your process should be private and the, the, the outcome should be public. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. It's, it's so good that when you, when you do the process, it should be in public, should be in, in, in private, and the outcome should be in public. Amen. Because you will tell the public, the faithfulness of God in you, the miracles that God has shown you. Hallelujah. See, you don't have to tell everybody every detail of things you you, you went through. You don't need to tell them. Hallelujah. Exposure on social media will hold you captive. And that is why I see many people, they they share all these problems, all their problems in social media. And social media do anything about it? Exposure with the wrong people Will hold you captive Remember this brothers. Exposure in the presence Of the wrong people Will lead you to captivity Amen But but exposure in the presence of God Hallelujah Will make you triumphant Who among you He wants to be triumphant Let us be Let us expose Hallelujah Our lives In the presence of God Amen See So you, you 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 don't need So you need to be very careful whom to be exposed with. Amen. Don't tell your drama with everyone. Hallelujah. See, I repeat it again. Don't tell your drama with everyone. Tell them to those who are holy, healthy, happy, uh, honoring, and 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 humble people. People who will pray for you. People who, who are anointed by God. If you don't have the same faith as you believe, don't tell them. Amen. Do not let them access to your prayers, do not let them access to your dreams, do not let them access to your, to your wounds, do not let them access to your conversations with God, hallelujah because the enemy does not know everything, amen and that is why in, in Psalms 142 and 1, verse 3 sabi po set guard, set a guard over my mouth oh Lord, this is David keep watch over the door of my lips See, David asked God to keep watch over the door of my lips so that he would not say evil or foolish things. Amen. So number one, the enemy wants to know your secret at a cost. Amen. That's the first thing. And then in verses uh, verses 6 to 18, it says, So Delilah said to Samson, Please, he said, tell me where your great strength lies and with what you may bond to afflict you. And Samson said to her, if they bind me with seven fresh bow strings, not yet dried, then I shall become weak and be like any other man. That's the first thing. The second thing, he said, if they bind me securely with new robes that have never been used, then I shall become weak and be like any other man. Now, the third thing is if you weave the seven locks of my head into the web of the loom. Now, the, the, this is so uh, interesting to study, amen, because these were the deception. See, these were the failures, amen, the failures made now by, by Samson, amen, the failures is gradually established. Look at this. The failures that the secret has been uh, gradually established. Amen. Now, look at this one here. In deceptions given by Samson, look at this. In the, it's verses 7 to 10, Sabina, if they bind me with seven fresh bowstrings, not yet dried, then I shall become weak and be like any other man ginapos pitong sariwang manghihina gaya ng So this refers to ratan that have not, uh, that have not uh, been dried. So Delilah binds him and tells him, the Philistines are there. So he breaks the bowstrings as if they were thread touch to fire. In, in, in verse 10, it says, Delilah controls Samson, uh, comproon Samson, with these lies and begs him to tell her the truth. So that was a deception given by Samson. Another thing, in verses 11 to 13, he said, Now if they bind me securely with new ropes, Hallelujah. If they bind me securely with new ropes that have never been used, then I shall become weak and be like any other man. Now kapag ako'y ginapos ng bagong lubid, yeah? now ropes are very strong we all know that and, and an ordinary man could not could not break them but Samson shows his disregard for his enemies see they had already seen what he could do with the ropes imagine if you read in, in Judges 15 they already tied him. His parents, his loved ones already tied him and, and endorsed them, endorsed Samson to the Philistines. And yet Samson had broken the ropes. Then as if they, they were nothing. And using the, the jawbone of a donkey, he had killed 1,000 men. So he is playing with Delilah and with the Philistines. So Samson is playing with fire. Hallelujah. He is playing with, with Delilah and the Philistines. And Delilah binds him with the ropes and he breaks them as a man would break a piece of thread. So again, Delilah confronts Samson and demands that he tell her the truth. So this is the second one. And then, again, the third one, if you weave the second, the second, the the seven locks of my head into the web of the oh, Kapag pinag mo ang pitong tirintas no ng aking buho saka ipinulupot sa 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 isang tulos manghihila ako at magiging katulad ng karaniwang tao so samson tells delilah to take a loom and to weave his hair na uh, into it and uh, if she does he will lose his strength now notice this that he was going Oh, uh, he was getting closer to revealing the secret of his power, because he said, "If you weave the seven locks of my head, yeah." So it's getting nearer now. He is giving hint uh, to, to to his secret, and Samson was playing still a dangerous game. Now Delilah did as he says. The Philistines are upon us, and Samson simply gets up and walks away as if he was carrying nothing at all. So you could just see these three deceptions given by Samson. All are not uh, according to the strength that you that he, uh, he can be witness. He can be weak. So in, in verse 13 to 14, here, Samson gave them closer. He meant closer to what? Uh, the witness of Samson. And that is why Samson revealed his secret. Look at this. Samson revealed his secrets. Now, he said, maybe he was pestered already with, with uh, uh, Delilah. Amen. And he said, how can you say I love you when your heart is not with me? You have mocked me these three times. You can just imagine three times and have not told me where your great strength lies. And it came to pass when she pestered. See, everybody said, Pestered. He pestered him daily with her words and pressed him so that his soul was vexed to death, that he told her all his heart and said to her, No reason has ever come upon my head, for I have been a Nazarite to God from my mother's womb. If I am shaven, then my strength will lead me and I shall become weak and be like any other man. So Samson revealed this secret. And look at this one here. When Delilah, in verse 18, saw that he had told her all his heart, she sent and called, her and called for the lords of the Philistines, saying, Come up once more, for he has made me all his heart. So the lords of the Lord came up to her and brought the money in their hand. Now, look at this. Here, what we should note that from this passage is the fact that Samson was guilty of playing with sin. He knew the source of his strength, and he entered into a deadly game with Delilah. By the time he gets to the third deception, he is getting dangerously close to the truth. So that is the problem with sin. That is the problem with sin. People may play with it. People can play with it. They go as far as they can without actually crossing the line into the forbidden. But at least that is what they they think they are doing. But, but look at this here. Jesus made clear, very clear, that sin in the heart is sin already. Sin in the heart is sin already. Even if it is never carried out in the flesh. Now take note, brothers and sisters, no one suddenly fails. No one suddenly fails. That's why failure is in progress. So the failure, as we have said, that the failure of uh, Samson is gradually established. The failure of Samson is gradually established. Now, no one suddenly fails. Now, look at this here. Pastor, it's not true. Maybe you will say that. And I'm living uh, a holy, happy, humble, honoring life. And suddenly it came to me. I think it's not i don't think it's it's correct because if you are living in the presence of god living in a happy humble honoring holy life if you're in the spirit of god that when temptation comes you can say behind you can say get behind me satan in the name of jesus there is no such thing as sudden failures failure is slowly established in process The lion cannot defeat Samson. The Philistine cannot defeat Samson. But you know what? See, these, these lions, they cannot defeat the Philistines, cannot defeat Samson. But you know what? Samson defeated Samson. Samson was Samson's worst enemy. Hallelujah. See, Samson was worst enemy. Pastor, it was Delilah. No, 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 no. It was Samson. The Bible says in Judges 15, 16, it says here, look at this. And Samson, look at this one here. And that is why be aware of this. And Samson said, with the jawbone of an ass, hips upon hips, with the jaw of an ass, have I slain thousand men? Now he started to brag for himself. He had killed a thousand men. At the moment he bragged for himself, Samson was Samson's worst enemy. Not Delilah. It, it was Samson. He slept with prostitutes. He touched dead animals. He bragged about his triumphs. He fell, he fell in love with Delilah, the Philistine. But Jesus was your greatest blessing. But your, your enemy, you are the worst enemy. Hallelujah. See, you are your worst enemy. Amen. The moment that you realize that your past cannot stop you. The moment that the enemy cannot stop you. The people around you cannot stop you. The moment that you realize that the only one who could stop you is you. Then nothing will be able to stop you. So the devil cannot stop you. Your past cannot stop you. And I have good news for you that you can that you that that, that, that you can be stopped. Amen. Now remember this here brothers and sisters that The good news is this, when you were crucified with Christ, look at this. And that's why I am crucified with Christ. I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself to me. Amen. So these are are the things that we need to understand, brothers and sisters. When we receive him, we were crucified with Christ. Therefore, we no longer live, but Christ lives in us. Hallelujah, then when we were baptized, remember, or don't you know that all of us who were baptized in Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Romans 6, chapter chapter 6, verse 3. Amen. Hallelujah. When you were baptized, hallelujah, Christ Jesus, you see, you were baptized in Christ Jesus, were baptized into his death. Amen. And not only that, see in Colossians 3, verse 3, for you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. So your life is now hidden in Christ. Amen. So you don't need to brag everything. You don't need to brag. Amen. You don't need to, you have to, to give everything, to give the glory to God alone, to Him alone. We don't have to brag anything. We don't have that power to brag anything. Amen. We need to give back the glory to him. Hallelujah. So when you are experiencing things like this, bragging yourself, taking all these things as you did all these things. Amen. Take note, brothers and sisters, you were crucified with Christ. Therefore, you no longer live, but Christ lives in you. Amen. And that is why he said in John 15, verse 7, hallelujah, that if you remain in me and my words remain in you. Hallelujah. John 15:7. Then you no longer have to worry about you because being your worst enemy in you as your worst enemy because you are in Jesus and Jesus is in you. Amen. So remember this, brothers. Remember, Jesus lives in you and you are hidden in Christ. And you were you were baptized. When you were baptized, you were baptized with, the, with Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. So we should. See, remember this. Brothers, this is a failure. It's not It's not suddenly. Amen? It goes in process as being established. You never know. Amen? You never know why. Minsan, pag tayo ay, uh, nakaka, nakakaram, nakakaramdam ng, ng paghihirap, we go to God. However, pag tayo nakakaramdam ng, na, nakakaramdam ng kaginawaan, we forget about God. We must be, we must be, a constant, amen, that all things that are happening in our lives, it is God's plan, amen. It is Him who directed us. Maraming mga kapatid, that when they experience victory in their lives, they forget about God. Then, when suddenly they experience again downfall in their lives, they remember God. Can't you not do it that when you are experiencing situations in your life and when you are being, uh, experiencing victory in your life or triumph in your life, you always give glory to God. Amen. Can I say amen to that? Hallelujah. Amen. It will be a reminder to us. Like what happened to Samson? Samson drugged himself because he knew. Amen. He knew that he has that strength. Amen. Now, later on, we will talk, look about these things in verse 20. Look at this one. And, and she said, look at this. And she said, as, uh, uh, the Philistines are upon you, Samson. So he awoke from his sleep and said, I will go out as before at the other times and shake myself free. But he did not know that the Lord had departed from him. Look at this. Yeah. He, he did not know that the Lord, the anointing, departed from him. Samson shared his secret, my hair has never been cut. In the Old Testament, the law established limitations that would strengthen favors to reveal. In other words, Samson's strength came from what he did. It came from the outside. If he did not cut his hair, he will have supernatural strength. Pag hindi niya pinutol yung buhok, he will have supernatural strength like Superman. But what he did or did not do determines his anointing. His actions determine his anointing. But in the new covenant, hallelujah, in the new covenant, under Jesus, when he died, when he shed his blood, hallelujah, when Jesus shed his blood, when he said it is finished, then he resurrected, he ascended and sent the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, parents, Samson Anointing comes from the outside. It comes from the outside. Because he, he, see, if he did not cut his hair, he will have supernatural strength. No, but in the New Testament, your anointing comes from the inside. Ooh, hallelujah. See, say, say to yourself, my anointing comes from the inside. Because of the sacrifice of Jesus, our strength is not based on what we do. Our strength is based on what he did. You are not strong because of what you do. You are strong because of who he is. Amen? If he is the Lord of your life, if he is the savior of your life, if he is the deliverer and healer of your life, nothing can take away your anointing. Say amen if you if you believe that. Amen? Nothing can take away your anointing. My actions do not determine my anointing. It's my anointing that determines my actions. So the devil knows the source of your strength. Amen? And Delilah knows about Your secrets. See, the Delilah knows about your secrets. The devil already knows where your strength comes from. And guess what? He can't do anything or take away your anointing. Amen. See, he can't do anything. The devil cannot do cannot take away your anointing. Jesus came so that the devil cannot take away your anointing, your joy, your blessing. Amen. Jesus placed the source of of, of your strength, not in your hair, not in your eyes, not in your mouth, not even in the personality and your charisma. But the source of your strength, hallelujah, is the Holy Spirit who lives in you. Amen to that? And let me repeat it again. The source of your strength is the Holy Spirit that lives in you. So if you, if you have the Holy Spirit, that's where your strength is. Amen? It is not in your hair, It is not in your eyes. It is not in your bank account. It is not in your Facebook. It is not in your Instagram. It is not in your Twitter. Not in the ML. Amen. Your strength is in the spirit of the living God that lives within you. That lives inside of you. Hallelujah. So if you you have that spirit, praise like you have that spirit. Say amen. Amen. You have that spirit because the spirit of God lives in you. Hallelujah. Amen. So your anointing in the old testament, the anointing comes from the outside, on their hair, on everything. Amen. However, the anointing now in the new testament comes from the inside because your strength comes from the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Who dwells in you? Amen. Everybody say amen to that. Do you believe that that the Holy Spirit lives in us? Amen. Hallelujah. So, and that is why we see in first. See, it says there in uh, 1 John 2, verse 27. It says here that, but the anointing which you have received, amen, but the anointing that you have received from him abides in you. And you do not need that anyone to teach you, but as the same anointing teaches you concerning all the things. And is true and is not a lie and just as it was taught you you will abide me in him Hallelujah, amen praise the lord and that is why let the weak say i am strong yeah let the weak say i'm strong can you say it again can you say it as you are listening uh, while you are uh muted you can you can you can say it this can you repeat after me Amen. Can you repeat after me? Are you with me? Amen. See, you can cut my hair, but you cannot take away my anointing. Amen. You can say bad about me, but you cannot take away my anointing. You can post bad things about me, but you cannot take away my anointing. Hallelujah. You can cheat on me, but you cannot take away my anointing. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Because my strength is in the Spirit of the Lord who lives inside of me. Hallelujah. Amen. The spirit of the Lord lives inside of you. No one can take away your anointing. Amen. So believe that. Brothers and sisters, believe that. Is there anyone anointed by God here? Say amen. Hallelujah. Let me repeat. Is there anyone? na iba na huli na hindi Is there anyone anointed by God here? Amen. Hallelujah. Now let the weak say, I am strong. That is why. For Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. So the devil knows where your strength is. Because he tried 2,000 years ago. And he already failed. Remember the story. Remember the book. Where Jesus had a a duel with the the enemy. (coughs) See, 2,000 years ago, Jesus and Satan confronted with each other. And he already failed. Satan already failed. Because Jesus changed the script. Amen? Jesus changed the script. You are not Samson. Your strength is not in your hair. Hallelujah. Your strength is in Jesus who lives inside of you. Amen? You are Jesus. You are in Jesus and Jesus is in you. Therefore, the gates of hell will not, shall not, and cannot. Amen. Prevail over you. That when Jesus say, when Jesus say yes, nobody can say no. See, I like that song. When Jesus say yes, no one can say no. Therefore, no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Therefore, the battle is mine. Say it, the Lord. Amen. The anointing is not in the length of my hair. The anointing is not in the length of your hair. The anointing is in the size of my God. Amen. And we serve an awesome God, a powerful God, just like Samson. You and I are anointed, and you and I have supernatural strength. We are anointed from the inside out, not from the outside in. (coughs) May, let me repeat. You are anointed from the inside out, not from the outside in. Amen. Do you know the secret of our strength? Do you know what the secret of our strength? Let me tell you, in the Bible, it says, my strength. Amen. My grace, he said, my grace is sufficient for you. For my power is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, I will rather glorify glory in my weaknesses that the power of Christ may rest on me. 2 Corinthians 12, verse 2. Amen.? See? And that is why he said in Second in, uh, uh, Corinthians 12:10, just the next verse. that is why Paul was saying, "For Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in, tr- in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. for when I am weak, then I am strong." Paul was saying, "Go ahead, insult me in hardships. Insult me in, in persecutions, in difficulties, because when I am weak, I am strong. And that is why Philippians 4.13, I can do all things, surprise Jesus, who strengthens me. Amen. Philippians 4.13. See, I can do all things, surprise who strengthens me. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So, first thing, amen. The enemy wants to know. He wants to know your secrets at all costs. Amen. But you see, failure is a process. Failure is gradually established. Amen. Until such time, the enemy, amen, who keeps on pestering you, you will tell the secret. Amen. That's the problem. That is why you have to guard your mouth. You have to guard your lips. Amen. The gates, amen, of your mouth. Amen. And then what happens is, Suddenly, the anointing departed from him. Suddenly, the anointing of Samson departed from him because he told him, he told Delilah the secret, amen, because maybe he was pestered, amen, he was pestered. See, that is why you must be very careful about this, amen, you must be very careful about this. And, and then he said in verse 19, then she lulled him to sleep on her knees, Hallelujah. See? And called for a man and had him shaved off. He said, and called for a man and had him shave off the seven locks of his head. Then she began to torment him, and his strength left him. Now, look at this here. Yeah. See, know the scheme of the enemy. We must know the scheme of the enemy. I, I, I'm always telling you, because in this pandemic time, so many schemes of the enemy you will, sometimes you never notice them. But Delilah's lap is the devil's platform. Delilah's lap is the devil's platform. He shared the secret, then he goes to sleep on Delilah's lap. Delilah never cut his hair. It was a nameless Philistine who came in and did the damage. So the spirit of Delilah is not the one that cuts the anointing. The spirit of Delilah is the, is the spirit that forces you to find rest in the wrong place. Hallelujah! See, the spirit of Delilah. Let me repeat again: the spirit of Delilah is the spirit that forces you to find rest in the wrong place. Now, when you are exhausted, when you are weak, when you are when you when you are tired, when you go through the difficult situation in life, the devil wants to take advantage of your weakness to 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 see. Because, see, he tries to force you and convince you to find rest in the wrong place. So, Delilah's slap is the devil's platform. Devil, the Delilah will never cut your hair. It will be a nameless someone. Someone no one ever knows. Something that you won't even waiting for uh, to cut your hair. And all Delilah has to do is go ahead, rest. Rest, rest. Go ahead, rest. Hallelujah. And I'm here to tell you, we rebuke the spirit of Delilah. Amen. When we are tired, when we are weak, well, we will not rest on Delilah's love, but be, but we will rest on the shadow of the Almighty. Psalms 91, verse 9. He who dwells on the shelter of the Almighty, uh, let's see, will rest in the. See, who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. Amen. We will rest under the shadow of the Almighty. Amen. Psalms 91 verse 1. The spirit of Deliah will make you rest in the wrong place. Remember this, brothers and sisters. That you, when you are not aware of these things, making you exposed to a nameless assault. She never cut his hair, nor shaved it. It was a nameless Philistine. And let me ask you, where are you resting? Remember this. When we are weak. When we are exhausted emotionally, financially, spiritually, that's when an enemy says, Send Delilah his way so he could rest. Did Samson sleep? Yes. Samson slept in the wrong place. So don't rest in the wrong place. Don't find comfort in the wrong place. Amen. I don't find comfort in the wrong place. Remember this, brothers, as brothers and sisters, as the child of God, you are all children of the light and children of the day. Hallelujah. We are all children of the light and children of the day. We do not belong to the night or to the darkness. So then let us not be others. Let us not be like others who are asleep, but let us be awake and sober. We have too many believers sleeping on Delilah's lap. Many believers, amen, sleeping on Delilah's lap, and then when they are awoke, they are already in that particular situation. We're trying to rest in the comfort, in the security, in this false platform created by the enemy for the purpose of to weakness us, to weaken us. That is why we need to wake up. Amen. You need to wake up. Say to yourself, wake up. Amen. We need to wake up because in Romans 13, verse 11, it says, what, what does uh, Romans 11, 13 say? Besides this, you know the time that the hour has come for you to wake from sleep. Amen. For salvation is needed to us now. That then we first believe. Amen. See, kalugin mo sarili mo and say, wake up. Amen. Wake up. Wake up. Get off the lap. Wake up. Get up. Amen. Don't sleep on, the, on Delilah's lap. Imagine this when Delilah shouted, Hey, Samson, the Philistines are here after they cut off his head. And he attempted to do what he always did, not realizing the Lord had left, that the anointing had left him. He didn't know about it. Now, I want to thank God. Amen. I want to thank God that grace is greater than the law. Amen. Grace is greater than the law. Remember these brothers and sisters. See, the first thing happened. Let me just summarize, brothers and sisters. See, in, in the story, the enemy wants to know your strength at a cost. That is their role. They wanted it 24-7. They will pester you. And slowly, see, failures, gradually established. Failure is slowly established. That's what happened to Samson. Little by little. And he Was even closer. First he was playing. And then suddenly in the last attempt. He was pestered. And then the anointing departed from him. When he said. And he revealed the secret. Of his strength. And that secret is from the outside. But remember this. In the New Testament. In our time now. Hallelujah. You are anointed by God. And that anointing is coming from the inside not from the outside. Hallelujah. And know the scheme of the enemy. We must know the scheme. We must learn to discern, amen, the scheme of the enemy. And and the enemy will use Delilah's law for you to to, to rest, to rest on the wrong place. Hallelujah. And then someone will take an assault to us and the devil will come, come to assault us in different directions which we never know, hallelujah, where it comes from. Amen. So we must know the scheme. Of the enemy in our lives. Hallelujah. See, when you are weak, amen, God will make you strong. The enemy wants to know your strength at the cost. Failure is gradually established and the anointing departed from him. That's what happened to Samson because he was not so aware. Amen. He is not so aware of, of the scheme of the enemy. Hallelujah. Let me just conclude. Brothers, the enemy wants to know you, to know your strength. And whatever you are permitted, the enemy to cut it off will grow back. Remember this: everything the enemy cut off, it will grow back. We fall down, we get up. Every Samson who rested on Delilah's stuff, Delilah never cut the hair, but entices you to rest on the wrong place. And God never give up on you when you don't give up. When you give up on Him, see, I says the growth is coming back. Amen. Hope is coming back. Vision is coming back in the year of Thanksgiving.
1: Hallelujah. the
0: year of Thanksgiving. How many are grateful that we are living under the blood of Jesus? How many of us here knows that the Lord would have let you, but you, he didn't? Amen. See, how many here made the promise and you broke the promises instead of God living in you? He grabbed you closer. He said, I promise I will never leave you nor forsake you. How many here are grateful that the blood of Jesus comes, covers you, and protects you? God never gives up on you, even when you give up on him. God never gives up on you, even when your loved ones gave up on you. God never gives up. Did God know that Samson would mess? Did God know that God Samson would mess up? Yes. Did God know that Delilah would entice him? Yes. Did God know that the Philistines will capture him? Yes. With these things, God knew that Samson's hair will grow. Amen. God knew that Samson, though he was, his hair was being cut, God knew that his hair will cut. What was God thinking when Philistines shaved God's, Samson's head? Imagine the Philistines, while cutting the hair of Samson, we are defeating the number one enemy of the Philistines. We are defeating the judge of God. We are defeating the God's messenger. We are defeating God's agent, God's man. In other words, hey, Samson, you're going to go into a season, but I've got you. God is telling, if I made them grow in the first place, if I made your hair grow in the first place, I can make them grow again. Hallelujah. And I'm here to tell you, your hair will grow back. When God starts something in your life, not even your own failures can destroy you. Amen. He will let your hair grow back. What, what the devil cuts off, God will restore it. Amen. So God has final word. He won't he, he allow the devil to win. Hallelujah. See, even when you screw up, even if under the law he did it to Samson, how much more he will do it under the grace. Hallelujah. Remember this. I remember in Ephesians 1 verse 13 that when you believe in Him, you were marked in Him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit. That the Spirit of God is guaranteed. That the Spirit that He will give us the inheritance He promised. Amen. The Holy Spirit is guaranteed that He will make it. You You were bought by a price. Amen. You are bought at a price. Amen. And that is why In Proverbs 24, verse 16, for though the righteous fall seven times, they rise again. But the wicked stumble when calamity strikes. Amen. Let's bow down our heads as we pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your word, O God, that as we remember, O God, the story, O God, of Samson, it reminds us, O Lord God, that when we are weak, you make us strong. The enemy wants to know The secret. He wants to know. How he can bring us down. How he can destroy us. And even failure. Can be established slowly. Like what happened to Samson. However. As he continues to reveal his secrets. As he continues to be under the scheme of the enemy. The anointing departed from him. But today. We want to thank you, Lord, that we should be aware of the scheme of the enemy so that we will not fall into the temptations, into the platform of the enemy in our lives. Oh God, we thank you, Lord, as you strengthen us, oh God. And today, oh God, as we hear your word, oh God. Lord, strengthen us with Your word. Strengthen us, O oh God, with Your promises, O oh God, that You will never leave us nor forsake us. That every time, O oh God, the scheme of the enemy comes in our lives, give us the wisdom. Give us, O oh God, that anointing, O oh God, that will that will know, O oh God, that will Lord know, O oh God, the scheme of the enemy in our lives. That we will not fall into the scheme, so that we will not be destroyed. But We will, O oh God, fall into Your into Your into Your lap, O oh God. We will come, O oh God, into Your presence, O oh God that he who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. Oh, Father, we thank you, Lord, as we bless you, oh God, and we bring you back all the highest praises, glory, honor, power, and dominion. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, and all the people of God will say and agree aloud. Amen. Amen.